Over the past few weeks, we've been looking at different uh, words or phrases that give us a picture of Jesus' love for us. And so we've talked about cleansing and forgiving, healing and high priest. And today, we are looking at the term justify or justified and what that means for us. And it's a legal term. It, and so I, I'm not a legal scholar, so I thought maybe it would be good for us to start with some definitions and to go to someone who knows a little bit more than I do. And so here we go. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much oh. for being willing to. Hi, uh, Hannah. Thank come. you so much for being willing to uh, come and answer a couple of my questions as we look at this, these legal terms and. I know you and your husband are lawyers, and so what is it exactly that you do? So I am a prosecutor. Um, I've been doing that for over seven years now. Um, so I do all criminal law. So if anyone is accused of committing a crime, um, I'm the one that takes them to court and prosecutes them for that criminal offense. Okay. And so one of the terms I'm really curious about that we hear a lot that we might not know um, kind of the legal uh, language for understanding is the word guilt or guilty. Sure. So in my mind, if you're guilty of something, you are responsible for committing that specific act. Um, that certain elements are laid out in the criminal statute and you have committed all those um, and therefore you are guilty of that offense. Okay. And then another term that we hear a lot, but we may not have a right definition in our understanding would be like justice. What, what comes to mind for you when you hear the word justice? Justice is to me a moral rightness. A, um, you kind of get what's coming to you. you. Everyone gets what they deserve in the end. Um, the sense of fairness. Okay. And then uh, our word for today that we're looking at is justified. So how, how does that fit in the picture for you and what you do and, and how you think of the law? Sure. So if someone is guilty of committing a crime, did commit that, commit that act, um, but there's something else that comes into play. Um, so for example, maybe um, self-defense, their actions were justified because some other circumstances were, were there. So um, something else has changed. So they they did the thing, but there's there's a bigger story there. There's something else that's kind of coming into the picture to help give a better understanding. Correct. So even if you commit the crime, other things can come into play, and the, and the law allows for that, yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. This has been really helpful, and uh, have a blessed rest of your evening. Thanks, Pastor Sean. So you see, these are legal terms. They, they come into play when you're in a court of law and you're looking at guilt versus not guilty and trying to figure all of that out. And so the question is, how does that play out for us as we look at the scripture and how does it show us a picture of Jesus' love for us? Well, Paul wrote about justify or justified and justification in Romans quite a bit. 
You see, Rome was the center of the world. And so there's a lot of scholars, a lot of knowledge. And Paul used this metaphor, this legal metaphor, to give a really good picture of that love that Jesus has for us, to the people around him. And one of the verses, as we look at this, that gets highlighted a lot is this Romans 5, 9. Since we have now been justified by the blood, Jesus' blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? You see, to understand this, we have to have a little bit of knowledge of kind of how Paul talks about guilt and sin and all of the different pieces that go in to being justified. And so as we look at his letter to the Roman church, we see that Paul walks us down some roads that help us understand where he's coming from. All right, and one of the first things he says is this, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short. That means that no matter who you are, you've fallen short. Sin comes into the picture and you have not met the expectations that were set out. We, we've talked at length over the past few weeks about original sin and it, that entering into the picture. And so even when we are born, we're born with sin. We fall short. And so we have guilt that comes into our life because of that. Some of us feel uh, guilt on a legal sense. We've done something wrong and we've had to pay those consequences. Other of us sense guilt because as we blow through a red light on accident, we're looking in the mirror for the lights to begin coming and give us our ticket, and we have that sense of guilt that comes. Throughout life, guilt is all around us because we have fallen short. We haven't met the expectations set out for us. Paul continues on in his uh, deep dive into this word justified as he's talking to the Romans. And he goes into uh, Romans 6. For the wages of sin is death. You see that guilt we have is because we've done something wrong. And the consequence for that is death. And we get a sense of this when we run that red light. If the cop is behind us, we have a consequence of getting a ticket. We have these little senses of what it means to have guilt come into our lives and face those consequences. And sometimes it's bigger than just running a red light. It might be something that causes you to lose a job or to go to jail or whatever the case may be. But we have these things in our lives that give us an idea of what Paul is talking about when he begins to talk about being justified and being, in a legal sense, guilty. But guess what? Paul doesn't end the story there. He doesn't just start pointing out all the things that have gone wrong. And we would call that the law. The law that works on our hearts to say, you know what, we, we can't do it on our own. We aren't, we aren't able to meet the expectations put out for us to be perfect. And if the story ended there, there would be no hope.
there would be no hope. And we have probably all known someone in our lives who has gone there and not heard the rest of the story and lost all hope. Well, Paul doesn't want us to linger and to say, whoa, 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 what, what is the rest of the story? He wants us to keep on reading. And so those passages continue on. We only read the first part of it. So let's go back and look at them. Romans 3, 22 and 23. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short. And, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. You see, something or someone has stepped in. Jesus has stepped into the courtroom and said, there is more to the story. We have been justified through Jesus, through his life, his death, and his resurrection. Our story continues. That stamp that says guilty and the, the consequence of death has been taken by him. And so our story continues on. In Romans 6, we see that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. How amazing is it that our story doesn't have to stop. It doesn't have to stop with the guilt on our shoulders. It continues on to know that there's a hope for tomorrow. Things have been made right for us with God through the blood of Jesus. That's, that's what it means to be justified. So that we can have a hope. A hope for tomorrow. Even Romans 5 goes on. God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Now, as we read that, we see God's wrath and we think, oh, what is happening? But remember that the consequences of sin is death. We have been saved from death and eternal condemnation because of who Jesus is and what he did for us. Not because we're so great and because we deserved it and we did so much to get ourselves into a situation that we could be justified. No, because each and every day we have failings. We don't meet the expectations. But each and every day, his blood covers us so that we are justified we are made right. We are set right with God so that there is a hope that our story continues on. So how does this actually play out in our lives? How does this actually look in the world around us? This week I had someone come into my office. And as he entered my office, you could tell something was wrong. Hunched over, shoulders slumped, and just walking very slow. Kind of like Eeyore. You just knew something was wrong. And as we began to have a conversation, words started to come out like, you know what? I, I feel guilty. 
the only thing I got from my wife for her birthday was a candy bar. I feel guilty I missed my daughter's basketball game. I feel guilty that at work I missed this big assignment and it might cost our company thousands of dollars. I feel guilty that I'm not able to come to church like I'm supposed to. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. Time and time again, that's just where he was unloading is this pressure and guilt that had actually weighed his shoulders down. And as we began to talk, and talk about Jesus' love for us. We talked about being made right. That yes, we might not get it right with our family all the time. We may not get it right with our, our job all the time. And we definitely don't get it right for God all the time. We miss those expectations. But guess what? In those moments, grace shines through. And he was able to gain perspective and look and see that his wife had forgiven him. He's able to see how his kids had forgiven him. He's able to see how he still had a job. He's able to see how he was still loved. And as we looked at being made right with God because of what Jesus did, he's able to see that there was a hope for tomorrow. And after being prayed for, his shoulders lifted a little bit. You see, when we have the weight of guilt on our shoulders and we saddle that, we forget that we have been made right with God. We have been justified with him. So as we go from this place this evening, my hope, my hope for you is that you'll remember when guilt starts coming in for not meeting expectations, that you will know that you have been justified. That there is more to your story than just being saddled with that guilt. We are all justified. We are all. That's not excluding anyone. That's all of us. We are all justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. You are loved and you are forgiven. You are justified. You are made right before God. And that's an awesome, awesome thing. It's also something to take with you into the world because you know the people around you who are saddled with guilt. You know the people around you who actually wear it on their shoulders in the hunch and in the slop, uh, the sloop of their shoulders, right? It's something to take with you and to share with the world around you. That this being justified is for all and it is a free gift. It's not something that we keep in. It's something that we take out. So as guilt comes in, know that you are justified, that you, you are loved. This is a picture of Jesus' love for us. And as you see people who are saddled with guilt, know that they are loved as well. And we see a picture of Jesus' love for them through being justified. Take this into the world around you. 
we take that picture of Jesus' love 